0: prestige subaru offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive subarus built with the zero landfill promise all waste is recycled or reused with more at prestige Asheville rooftop bar tours enjoy springtime on this award-winning three-hour experience putting you in the middle and on top of Asheville's scenic beauty and intriguing history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food, all led by a local expert guide. Tours offered daily and year-round, with transportation provided. Visit Asheville AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. And by romanticashville.com, Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting romanticashville.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required.
1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, on pretty much all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who share their most amazing travel memories with you. Speaking of travel clubs, over in the UK, there's an awesome all-female travel club that empowers women to dream, plan, and book amazing holidays. Girl About Travel Club was founded by female travel industry experts, and they've created a fabulous platform to use as a trusted go-to for travel. And here to tell us all about this unique and special community is Girl About's travel editor, Rebecca Miles. Beck is a freelance journalist who inspires and shares ideas to create memories to cherish. And welcome to Speaking of Travel, Beck. It's so great to have you here. Thank you, Marilyn. It's so lovely to join you. Thank you for that lovely introduction as well. Absolutely. Well, I am so inspired. I've been to your website. I've looked at what girl about travel club is all about and I can't wait to get deeper into finding out how it was started but first I'd really love to find out how you got started. I always like to ask my guests were you traveling when you were a kid? What was it like for you when you were growing up? Uh, oh, so lucky. Um yes, I was
2: traveling a lot as a kid. Um my dad's my dad's job involved him working abroad quite a bit and one of our I remember we he went to South Africa this would be the mid 80s so it was a bit um uh you know it was a bit of a, a tense situation there but we, he was based in Cape Town and as a family we went out to live in Cape Town for a few months with him so I went to nursery school out in Cape Town uh, which you know as a kid i just had fantastic memories of um and i remember our apartment that we had was sort of you know 50 meters from the beach so i'd spend the morning in nursery in this lovely um such a warm friendly place we'd always be sitting outside under these big trees singing songs and things um and then spend the afternoon on the beach with my mum and my sister um and so that was really special i mean but then and as a family we would always um I remember, you know, my, my dad would just make sure he eked out every last allowance of his holiday allowance so that, you know, we were always away over bank holidays. We were always away right until the end of like, either having to go back to school or whatever it was. So, and whether that was just a, um, you know, a, a trip to the coast in the UK or maybe a bit further afield to France or, um, or Italy. Um, and then obviously grabbing those opportunities when we could, if dad was already somewhere with work, right. We're going there as a family as well. You know, one flight's already covered. It it makes it a bit more reasonable to get everyone else out there. So, um, yeah, we also got to visit Australia in that way and, uh, and and the States as well. So, yeah, it's fantastic.
1: What a lucky childhood that was to be yeah. able to travel like that. So was that kind of a, a where did you go from there when you just dis- when you were ready to go to university was travel something that was kind of already in your in your heart
2: yeah completely travel is just such a no-brainer for me I think you know that is the same I think with anyone isn't it who does travel you're like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you go and see someone new or or equally go back to an old favorite as well um so yeah I went off to university i wanted to do a gap year before university but i remember my parents being a bit hesitant about it because i'd as a child i'd been really um i wasn't very good at going to um people's houses for parties and that sort of thing and they were they were i think they were a bit worried that basically i'd um i don't know find myself halfway across the world and be like i want to come home (laughs) so they said and they were maybe they were right i don't know but um so i went to university first and did that whole living away from home thing which I, i was be pleased to know it was absolutely fine now. and uh, and then after university um yeah me and a friend went off traveling and we did that well-worn backpackers route of um from the uk across to southeast asia which was just br- like landing in bangkok and just being blown away by um you know just the craziness and the so sa- the smells the sounds just yeah the utter mayhem loved it um carrying on down through southeast asia and then carrying across to australia and then new zealand um really loving both those two and then sort of the pacific islands on the way home um not long enough at all and then from there i went off um and uh worked in france for the winter season so i was a um a resort manager for a tour operator uh in a ski resort in france uh and so that was five months living in france which just absolutely loved to bits um, so much so that I went back and did it again the following year um, and it is brilliant but you are in a bit of a bubble you know when you um, especially like the Alps are just a, they're my favourite place on the planet I love them to bits but equally you're not quite in the real world so it's that funny balance of um, it's a great bubble to be in don't get me wrong but equally I was sort of like right I want to so I was keen to figure out how I could make the mountains a real key part of my life moving forward but equally I didn't want to um, just be sort of doing the same old thing all the time you know for the next sort of 10-20 years so I came back and did a a postgraduate journalism course and sort of moved into journalism and naturally travel journalism and travel writing and um, yeah from there (laughs) have
1: a look back <laughs> it, it all makes perfect sense I mean you had yeah. this track record of of traveling from the time you were a child and loved it so much and it became part of your life and then to be able to uh, really utilize that in in your career to be able to say I'm a journalist and now I'm going to go write about travel what a wonderful opportunity for you back completely yeah so was so, so- lucky and I remember my first
2: job out of that course was on a a ski magazine a monthly ski magazine back in the days when there used to be many more magazines than there are but um and I couldn't believe it yeah because then so we'd work on the magazine for six months of the year um, producing all the issues and then the next six months while it was sort of because of the lead times with the magazines um we'd finish that magazine we'd finish up by Christmas and then we'd just be on trips just exploring you know covering um covering events, covering, and always trying to like uncover those less obvious places. I mean, because a ski holiday is such a, it's such an investment. It's not, uh, you know, they're trying to make it, as, it's try and make it as cheap as possible, but equally it's a, you know, yeah, it's not cheap half the time. And so it's, I always wanted to be making sure that, you know, what are you getting your value for money? How can you make it a bit cheaper for yourself? How can you make it, how can you make sure you have the best trip possible and um, come back with fantastic mem- memories? Because... You know, if you like the mountains, there's nowhere better to be, I personally think. I know some people are like, oh, my God, snow is horrible. I hate it. But no, I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then you really were able to create this foundation that seems like a perfect segue into what has now been created as this Girl About Travel Club to be able to, again, travel find locations that are really awesome and then be able to write about that is like living the dream girl completely yeah you know sort of proper pinch yourself moment um yeah we've so
2: so the girl about travel club um founded by a woman a brilliant woman called lindsay thomas who's um she's been working in the travel industry for 20 years as well and she um was on the hunt for a travel writer um and a mutual friend put put us in touch and we just clicked straight away from that whole idea of what you're looking for for when you're going on holiday and i know some travel writers are like holidays are really dirty word you don't go on holiday you go on a trip but personally realistically a lot of the population actually go on a holiday and have a really good time and enjoy it and i think there's nothing wrong with that so um you know yeah of course we're totally up for doing huge big trips as well but equally it's about um you know that weekend away trying to make the most of that and how what you can add in that will make it so much more special so um lindsay and i have been working together for it nearly two years actually in um uh, in this summer um and we uh we've got the girl about website which is a, a collective of um female bloggers across the uk um so i came on board as the travel editor across that but then also bubbling along has been this idea for the girl about travel club which is um a fantastic sort of online community um for like-minded women for women who just live to holiday who want to be who are always thinking about where the next going next but who want those holidays that are, we say, um, that are hard to Google just because it means, you know, it's not something that just booking them from a um, uh, from a brochure or from a website. It's you want something more, but you don't quite know where to turn to to get that. So, um, yeah, come and join us in the travel club. We've got all the answers, hopefully. That's well, our aim anyway.
1: <laughs> what is the website so people can be uh, taking a look at it while we're talking? Yeah, Sure, it's um, it's travel.girlabout.co.uk
2: and um the idea with it is that you can dream with us plan with us and book with us because we've got um a brilliant booking partner in the form of charitable travel which is a um, a a social enterprise travel agency and book with them and um you get to give five percent of your total holiday cost to a charity of your choice as well so it's really lovely they've got loads of purpose we've got loads of purpose it's a brilliant partnership coming together um to just make travel pay for the communities, for the people who are going to benefit from it and all that sort of thing. I
1: love that and when we come back I want to hear more because I've I've really uh, uh, gone down your rabbit hole if you will (laughs) and looked at all of these women bloggers who are literally on the ground telling you this is this is what's happening right here and it's it's really such a brilliant way to build community and to feel that we're already connected whenever we start to make that plan. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here today with Rebecca Miles, Beck, if you will. She's with Girl About. She's a travel editor, and we'll find out more, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Spring has
2: finally sprung, and with our backyard in full bloom, now is the time to get out and find adventure wherever it may lead. From the mountains to the rivers and all the turf in between, we are no less than blessed with our beautiful
1: backyard right here in western North Carolina. There's a will, there's a way, and for the way we have the wheels to take you wherever you wish to wander, adventure is waiting, and the choice is yours. Find your
2: adventure vehicle at PrestigeSubaru.com. Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road in Nashville.
3: And welcome to Subyville.
0: Spring is blooming, and it's the perfect time to get out and explore North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains. Create your perfect vacation or staycation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com travel guide covers a nearly 100-mile radius in and around Asheville, North Carolina. With idyllic weather, beautiful scenery, and a variety of safe and memorable adventures, Western North Carolina is the place to be. Visit romanticashville.com today.
4: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words.
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host Marilyn Ball and I am really excited to be here talking today from from England with Rebecca Miles. Beck is a freelance journalist and she is the girl about travel editor and Beck, it's so great to have you here. Now, are you in London? I am in London. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit
2: of a gray day actually in London today, but yeah. That's all right. It's London, right? <laughs> it's rainy. It's foggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, back before the break, we were talking about the Girl About Travel Club and how it got started with Lindsay and uh, mm. just creating this community. And I want to talk to you more about that because... You know when you think of travel and you think of making travel arrangements and like you said googling what's out there and we you know we all go into these rabbit holes of finding out as much information as we can but what to me has always been missing is the community that that there are actually people on the ground living in these communities who are who are almost like ambassadors if you will that this is my town This is my village, and I'm going to tell you all about it. And to create that kind of environment is really very unique and also very inspiring. So give us an idea of how that all even comes together.
2: Well, so we're in a pretty um, special position because we've got our blog squad women. Um, I've always referred to them as girls, but they are fully fledged grown women. Um, We've got them as ambassadors across the UK each representing their own patch of the uk um you know and championing it and championing the local independence there and all that sort of thing you know they know their stuff so we've got them as a as a network across the uk and it kind of that whole idea then feeds into the travel club which is which doesn't just focus on the uk It is you know we're we're, um we're focusing on the usa at the moment in fact which is how i came to meet you thanks marilyn um so we um one of the things we really like to do in the travel club is bring in experts and have those experts and those locals um tell our members about their patch from the direct from the horse's mouth you know so i often do interviews with um tourism tourism board chiefs that sort of thing specialist tour operators people like you marilyn who you know you you live and breathe Asheville. you you know you know loads about it and we want to talk to you and so we then once you've once we've um had that conversation we then invite these people to then join us in the club as ambassadors so that if you're a member of the club you can also see that oh look i'm going to um say Asheville. um oh look there's someone here she's from Asheville. and within the club it's set up as a you know it's an it's it, we we like to call it um well we sometimes we refer to it as like facebook but without all the ads and the news and the stuff that you don't actually want you can what facebook used to be where you can have those conversations with um like-minded people so you can just do the same in the club. There's forums and there's groups to join and there's that sort of thing. So it's um, um, the other thing that is very important to us is the, um you know, like TripAdvisor has become just a bit of a victim of its own success. And it, served, it certainly did serve a purpose. But now I don't know about you, but I just find it so overwhelming. And I don't really particularly care what Joe Bloggs thinks about this hotel that he stayed in three years ago, <laughs> like it's not relevant to me now. But um within the, the Girl About Travel Club, there's much more relevance, there's much more um inspiration from like-minded women, and we are very much female focused. Um and it's just a really encouraging, safe space for people to um, for women to be booking their holidays and getting that inspiration to be making those amazing memories. So yeah, it's um yeah, it we're growing and it's getting where we want it to be. We're currently actually redeveloping the website, which is always fun and games, so let's um skip on from that. But And that's not the main point. It's going to be even bigger and better once that's finished.
1: (laughs) Well, I want to, uh, what really triggered uh, what you were saying is safe. It's a safe environment. And certainly Mm -hmm. as we've been through this past year with the events that have unfolded, uh, as uh, anybody traveling, but especially women, you know, the safety issue is always out there. And now it's even more for our health and well-being. And it seems... Uh, as I've looked through and, and gotten to know the women who are your ambassadors, that they are, they are trustworthy, that we could yes. feel uh, connected to them, that they're not going to give you any BS. They're not going to yeah. try to sell you on anything. They're going to welcome you to their environment and provide you with these factors that will enable you to feel safe. And that's a big point, right? Yeah, definitely. And it's um, you know, it's why one of the groups we've got is for solo travelers because
2: so many women want to get out there and explore. And whether you might have a a partner, but sometimes actually you just you just want some time to yourself. And I think that's something that's been so important over this past twelve months is how to recognize the importance of travel and exploration. How much how beneficial it is to our our mental health and our well being. and and what we also, you know, we acknowledge that and it's not, yes, we're lucky to travel, but it's equally, we don't need to be making excuses for wanting to travel. We're just, it's very much a part of who we are. We get out there, we have adventures, we explore um, and we want to see things and we know that it's, yeah, so beneficial to both us and to the, um, the places that we get to visit as, as tourists and travellers. So, it, yeah,
1: it works both ways. doesn't It It sounds like it works both ways very well So let's talk a little bit about a little bit more about your giving back because Ooh. we can talk about travel and we can talk about inspiration the idea that a, a company a growing company especially creates a mission where giving back is uh, is important Give us a little idea of that backstory and how and how uh, the structure came to be that that was going to be a part of what you do.
2: Well, we are so we are our purpose is really important to us and people bang on about that quite a bit. But we one of them um, within the team, we've also got a, um, a business coach that we that is part of the team, Sarah Pearson Wood. And um she actually has just launched a podcast of her own called the purpose lab but it's all about finding that inner purpose within you because everything just then clicks and makes sense um so we didn't want to just be another faceless website we put our names and our faces to everything that we do we're in a you know a very active facebook community we're always doing lives and within the travel club as well we've got we you know we're, we're not hiding behind anything we're not um you know, we're just we're we who we are. We said we I I am Rebecca Miles. Lindsey Thomas is Lindsey Thomas. You know, you can get to it. You know, you can reach us if you need to. And um, so that's all part of what we um, it's just how we believe that we you know we we just feel that that's a better way to work. Um, and then it naturally led to a um a partnership with Charitable Travel, which is also a, a relatively new um. Uh, company they've just celebrated their one year anniversary and Melissa who set it up was like we yeah we went to the pub to celebrate but you know there's nothing like being a mad woman setting up a travel company in the middle of a global pandemic but anyway uh, they're still here we're still here and we um we're really proud that they wanted to work with us exclusively and we're working with them exclusively and it's a really um, strong partnership because we just both believe that travel has a greater good um, and if we can donate some of the, the money that comes from booking a holiday to some key charities then brilliant It's just a win-win no-brainer um, Yeah, it's fantastic
1: Well, tell us again how we can get more information I know that your website is is growing and that you're working mm. on it and yet you can still uh, Peruse it and see yeah, all of absolutely. your ambassadors yeah. and the whole package yeah. So tell yeah. us again how we can get in touch with all of you So
2: the website is travel.girlabout.co.uk and you can also find us on Facebook as the Girl About Travel Club community and on Instagram, Girl About Travel. Um, But yeah, the main and currently, oh, actually, yeah, sorry. I should mention the um, the when we first launched the Travel Club, it did have a membership fee. But because of the whole ongoing situation with um, lockdowns and things, it just felt like that just didn't sit right again with our purpose. It was sort of like oh a bit awkward. Um, So. The web, the the travel club is currently free to join. So do there's no reason to not sign up basically. And um, yeah,
1: get some. Just
2: come and come and plan your next adventures with us. Really.
1: Well, I am definitely planning my next adventure. I am so looking forward to uh, coming out there over the pond and hanging out with all of you women. Exactly.
2: And... Yeah, we'll show you some the the real UK rather than um I don't know the the obvious. But then there's nothing wrong with the obvious. Exactly. So. And the same with the States. We're having such fun exploring the States at the moment. You know, yes, we're talking about Yosemite, but equally, you know, I
3: hadn't
1: heard of, I hadn't, you know, I haven't been to Asheville and I can't wait. It sounds fantastic. Those mountains behind you. Brilliant. Well, for somebody who loves mountains, Beck, you would really (laughs) love this. So thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel today. I'm, I'm just so glad that our paths have crossed and and we have this connection and I'm going to Look forward to you coming over the pond sometime and visiting us here in Asheville. Definitely. Thank you for having me, Marilyn. It's been great to chat. Well, I know we're all looking forward to traveling again. And coming up next is Chris Cavanaugh. He's the president and founder of Magellan Strategy Group here in Asheville. He's going to weigh in on what travelers might experience this spring and summer as we all begin to venture out again. So stay tuned.
5: Imagine this. You are sitting next to a gorgeous pool in the shade of a trellised garden, enjoying a glass of local wine and tasting local specialties, as you watch the Sicilian sky turn from cerulean blue to pink to a veil of gold. Imagine. You return to your private suite following a fabulous meal prepared by a local chef. You open the windows of your suite. The air is perfumed with the scent of lemon blossoms the sound of the Ionian Sea rises to your ears as you prepare to retire for the evening. These experiences and more will be yours on our Sicily tour in September of 2021. Buongiorno, this is Mark Smith, President of Private Italy Tours. We are confident that our approach to outdoor tourism, that is visiting the majority of locations outdoors, Those that do not require us to be in close proximity to other visitors is the safest and easiest way to enjoy our tours this year. The Italians are ready to welcome us back. With our deposit special, details are available on our website. Your investment in the tour to confirm space is fully refundable. A presto in Italia. Join us. private-italy.com me to the
4: moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words,
1: welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. It's spring, and I am so excited, and with summer right around the corner. More of us are looking to turn our pent-up travel dreams into a reality and increasingly looking for ways to safely be with our family and friends again. So as travelers, what are some of the things we might experience in this spring and summer as we venture out and begin to hit the road or the airways? My guest is Chris Cavanaugh, president and founder of Magellan Strategy Group in Asheville. Chris has been called a Swiss army knife of strategy and marketing skills because of his distinctive and diverse capabilities, especially in and around the travel and hospitality industries. And Chris, it is so great to have you back on Speaking of Travel. It's been a while.
6: Yeah, thanks, Marilyn. I'm I'm delighted to be back and uh, certainly delighted to be back at a time when uh, travel is becoming more a reality for uh, people uh, once again. That's a uh, it's both personally exciting to me, and as well as uh, uh, professionally satisfying to see uh, some see people begin to uh, after they've been vaccinated uh, and uh, and get out and still safely inv- uh, enjoy exploring the world.
1: Well, you've been you've been quite connected in the research and uh, statistics, and keeping up to date with what's going on. I know for for a number of different organizations, and I'm really uh, looking forward to talking to you about some of the things that are happening out there as far as where we are today in looking forward to how travel is going to rebound.
6: Well, I think it's going to be a very big summer uh, for domestic travel, um, both uh, big summer and, and, and it's into the fall as well. Uh, certainly uh, we've already seen signs uh, that uh, initial signs of demand being very strong for both uh, auto travel and uh, for airline travel to leisure destinations. We're not seeing business travel come back in a significant way yet, Um, hopefully by the fall uh, that will occur, Um, but we are seeing a lot of signs that uh, just about all suppliers are preparing for a significant increase in demand uh, this summer and I would expect that leisure travel uh, will probably be at or exceed uh, where we were in 2019 for this summer and this fall. Um, There are a number of things I think for travelers to be on lookout uh, as uh, they begin their planning for the summer uh, and uh, into the fall. Certainly, there are still differences in local restrictions uh, from state to state and community to community. Uh, some states have uh, completely lifted all of their restrictions or have announced their intention to do so, uh, while other states uh, still have significant uh, mandates in place uh, around health and safety. Uh, and of course, you know, there's still lots of businesses uh, that are, are in the hospitality business that Uh, have their own uh, restrictions in place. So that's something for people to keep in mind uh, as they go uh, from state to state and even city to city is that uh, the way it is in one uh, state or city uh, may not be the way it is uh, in your own hometown.
1: So what would you say would be the way that people could uh, best make sure when they start to make their plans to know what to expect?
6: I think visiting uh, both the uh, local destination marketing organization website that's a site like exploreashville.com for instance, uh, or a state uh, website. Uh, Most of those DMOs have been doing a very good job of keeping uh, potential visitors informed of uh, what they can expect when they go into a given area. And of course too, uh, there are differences uh, you know even within a state uh, from community to community. I think it's important to check uh, e- even after you've made your plans too to see uh, what uh, changes uh, and mandates there are and restrictions uh, there are uh, because they are going to continue to change uh, even after you make your plans. Uh, we have a, a trip planned out west uh, later this summer um, and Uh, I noticed that, you know, even from the time we began planning to now, there's already been changes and there will continue to be changes, hopefully positive ones as we go forward.
1: Well, what as a traveler would we need to consider to ensure that uh, that we're following these mandates and that we're that we're in tune with what these expectations are?
6: Well, certainly there really hasn't been that many uh, businesses that I've seen uh, who have uh, loosened restrictions around wearing a mask, for instance. Um, You know, that's still considered to be, uh, particularly in indoor environments, that's still considered to be pretty much uh, a a standard for not only uh, health and safety, but in some ways just good manners and respecting uh, those uh, employees and other guest of those businesses who haven't been vaccinated yet. Um, and while the vaccine certainly has been proven to be very effective uh, at uh, eliminating transmission uh, and infection, um, I think it's just a good, good, good way to be respectful uh, until we get a little bit more out of this. Um, I think too, that, you know, that's, it's important to, to temp- temper your expectations. You know, it's great to see the world opening back up, But there's still an awful lot of people out there who have unreasonable expectations as to uh, what the service delivery might be in a a given travel experience. Uh, And that's unfortunate. I think we've got to remember that the world has changed. We're not completely back to normal. It's great that we're able to get out and visit again. Uh, But uh, some of the research I did recently for a destination um, here in North Carolina, uh, a leisure-based destination, uh, showed that uh, a third of, uh, of businesses said that uh, customers had become either slightly or had become somewhat or significantly more demanding during the pandemic, uh, which is is unfortunate uh, because, uh, you know, th- these businesses are, have suffered a lot uh, and they're trying their best to put out a good product. And I think being uh, understanding of the challenges that they're going through uh, is, 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 you know, is, is, a, is an important part of travel these days
1: absolutely so let's talk a little bit about the planning ahead staying abreast of these changing conditions you talked about going to websites and what else would you suggest just as a traveler to be on the lookout for as we start to move forward
6: well i think one thing is is that in places of very high demand uh, there's already a shortage of both hotel rooms uh, and short-term rentals or beach uh, rentals, for instance. Um, in some places, there's already significant demand. We saw that last summer. Uh, a lot of beach destinations, a lot of smaller towns and mountain communities uh, were very popular. And short-term rentals were very popular, things like Airbnb and VRBO and and, and beach condos and beach homes. Um, we're starting seeing that again already for this year. Uh, I think that it'll be only enhanced. I do think, though, that there are some also some deals to be had uh, in some destinations that maybe you don't think about as de- leisure destinations that typically attract business uh, travel or meetings and conventions. And those are places that have yet to recover, and maybe hotels are more likely to offer some discounts. We're also seeing a big increase uh, in uh, airline flights to outdoor-oriented destinations, uh, especially out west and even to some Uh, some of the eastern beach destinations. Also, even up in the northeast, places like Bangor, Maine, Portland. A lot of places out west have received significant new airline service. And so uh, that's something to also be on the lookout for uh, for travel these days as well.
1: It is good to look out for that because a lot of times, too, we can think outside the box and think, well, if we can get from point A to point B, then we could maybe rent a car and go out into the national parks and really make even a bigger trip out of it.
6: Yeah, outdoor recreation uh, activities will be very popular once again uh, this summer and fall, and uh, will definitely be a, a big part of the American travel landscape once again.
1: Well, Chris, it's always such a pleasure to have you on Speaking of Travel, and I'd love to have you back on the show as we move into those summer travel times. And Get an update on what's happening because, like you said, there's so much changes going on all the time that it's good to have somebody like you keep us up to date. Uh, tell us how we can get in touch with you or get information about uh, about your company.
6: Sure, um, my website uh, is uh, for my firm is MagellanStrategy dot com. It's M A G E L L A N Strategy dot com, all one word. And uh, if you're on the lookout for someone to assist with uh, strategic planning uh, for your business, uh, please uh, feel free to contact me.
1: Well, thank you again, Chris, for the update and what we might expect when we're ready to get going again. It's really good to stay informed about all these changes happening in travel because things seem to be updated all the time. Very much so. Well, what do you think it will take to make you feel comfortable traveling again? If you're feeling more confident about air travel, stay tuned for Tina Kinsey from the Asheville Regional Airport to find out the most current industry-wide standards to help alleviate any concerns. We'll be right back. Spring is in the air here in Asheville, North Carolina, and we're so excited because now is the time to join Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours on their exciting three-hour rooftop experience. You will enjoy city history, handcrafted drinks and food, breathtaking views, reserved seating, and a local guide leading the way. And they take care of the driving, too. Enjoy the VIP treatment on this TripAdvisor award-winning tour. Tours seven days a week. For more information, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com.
4: Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars
1: Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. I've been keeping up with the Transportation Security Administration as they continue to adjust its security operations. The TSA is ready to meet the current and future security needs of our nation's transportation systems and keeping travelers and frontline workforce healthy and secure. I heard that TSA officers screened over 1.5 million people at airport security Checkpoints recently. Just a year ago, there were 105,000 people screened. Two years ago, it was about two and a half million. Airline executives have long said that travel demand would return stronger than ever once more people are vaccinated, and we're now seeing this to be the case. I've also heard that the Asheville Regional Airport is much busier than normal, and this pattern seems to be typical across the country. With more people feeling confident about traveling, what can you do to be well prepared for your trip so you can travel safely? Here to give us an update on what you'll need to know and how to navigate your airport experience is Tina Kinsey, Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport to take us through some safety protocols designed to make your journey a healthy one. And Tina, thank you again for being here on Speaking of Travel. Great to be here, Marilyn. So Tina, This is exciting news. The TSA is screening so many more people, it seems, every day. And I know that this is a pattern that we're seeing now across the country. What can you update us with as far as what's going on over there at the Asheville Regional Airport?
3: Absolutely. So I think a good way to frame some perspective around this is uh, we look at uh, percent change in number of people screened through the TSA on a daily basis at our airport compared to the national average at airports across the country. And since June of 2020, so a few months into the pandemic until now, Asheville's daily screenings have outpaced the national average by a lot. You know, so we've we've actually seen more travel through our airport than most airports in the country. And we're seeing that trend continue. You know, when we when we look at uh, just March of this year, we were 31 percent above where we were the previous year. And the national average was nine percent. So, you know, we're we're far exceeding and that trend is continuing. March was a strong month for us and April right now is looking really strong. Also, we're halfway through April and we've had we've we've uh, had nearly 80,000 passengers through the airport. And to give you some perspective, just a few years ago, 80,000 passengers just in one month was a huge month for us. So. Recovery is happening people that the vaccine has changed a lot uh you know that that confidence in being able to go travel and hug your loved ones and see people you haven't seen in a while. you know it's we're definitely seeing that uh in the airport.
1: well, I would also consider that with these new flights that you have coming in and out of the Asheville area that are taking people to destinations that perhaps they'd never been to before, or where they have connections to go someplace where their loved ones are, is starting to make a difference. Let's talk a little bit about these new flights.
3: Sure. So just prior to the pandemic, we had one of the biggest strings of new route announcements we had ever had in Asheville. And we were we were busier than we had ever been before. We had these new routes coming on board. And then, of course, the pandemic happened. Well, what is happening is a lot of those routes that were previously announced have been announced again. They're coming back. So the airlines are picking up where they left off in Asheville, because they really believe in our market. They know this is a place people want to go. And they also know that our residents, people who live in our region, like to travel. They like to go places. It's a great combo. So we've got, you know, American has made huge investments in the market and they are adding frequencies, you know, that they're providing three daily flights to Dallas. So what a great connection point to a lot of places including when when this works out, you know, Latin America, uh, that's a wonderful point of connection there, but also just to get to Texas or out west, they're also providing service to Chicago and Boston and Philadelphia. And Washington DC right into the heart of DC so you know you've got some some awesome additions by American and Allegiant is adding and you know we've talked about this Las Vegas very exciting and then in just a few weeks Destin starts which is amazing and Delta just announced daily nonstops to New York City, flying into LaGuardia. You know, and this isn't just in addition to all the things that we've had going on. We have 23 nonstop destinations, destination airports, which is the highest we have ever been. We were at 23 right before COVID hit. So, this is all great news for our region.
1: I am so happy to hear that and I know that people are feeling a little bit more confident, they're ready to travel and now they have all these opportunities and I think the most important thing that we can definitely put out there is that it's safe when you get to the airport that you've done your due diligence to follow the protocols to ensure that the airport is at the highest level of safety and health that that you can be give us just an idea of what we can do when we get to the airport to ensure that that our health and safety is taken care of
3: absolutely just all the things that we're we're doing now in our new normal lives So you definitely have to wear a mask. You need to just be cognizant of distancing yourself uh, as much as you can uh, through the process. We encourage lots of hand washing. Use soap and water. And when you can't use hand sanitizer, we've got stations all throughout the airport. You know, those are the key things that you can do. And a lot of the airlines will give you a care kit. You can wipe down your space when you get on the aircraft. And one thing that just always makes me happy when I am in the terminal and when I have flown, because I have flown, is that you know my fellow neighbors in the travel journey are really respectful. They're doing they're doing their part. It is it feels like a, a very safe environment, a safe journey.
1: Well, Tina, I can't wait to get on a plane. It's not going to be long. I'm planning a trip the end of May, and that'll be my first time back on a plane. Yeah, so I'm excited. Well, tell us how we can get more information, how we can get signed up for your newsletter to be sure that we are staying on top of what we need to know as we make our trip plans in the future.
3: Absolutely. Visit our website, flyavl.com, and you can connect with us in a lot of different ways. We encourage you to sign up for our e-newsletter. We send it out once a month. You can join the over 200,000 subscribers that we have. There are a lot of people who are interested to be in the know about what's going on at our region's airport.
1: Well, thank you so much, Tina, as always, for giving us an update. And I'm just, I'm so... Um pleased that we have had this opportunity every week to keep updated and to continue to let people know because things change even today. You have people who are flying, but there are still things that we need to know. So I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being a resource for our our industry, for your industry, and for, for the travel industry overall.
3: Great. Well, thank you for uh, this this partnership with Speaking of Travel.
1: Well, we're a good team, Tina, and you go out and have a great week and I can't wait to get there to the airport and see you in person.
3: I will greet you with a smile. I mask, but I'll greet you exactly. with a smile. Exactly.
1: And I will know that you are smiling. Well thanks Tina and thanks to Beck and Chris for being on Speaking of Travel today. You know, I'm loving these days with spring in full bloom and the air smelling like freshly mowed grass. People are spending more time outside and slowly being reunited with loved ones for cookouts and small gatherings and traveling more. As Tina said, this is good news as we move forward because travel is the secret of happiness. These experiences always bring new levels of joy and our opportunities to discover our own limits and broaden our horizons. And the memories are priceless. This is a time to reboot and create new memories and cultivate more happiness in the process. As we continue to get vaccinated, travel is finally beginning to open up again. Do some research into what's out there and what might feel good for you. Getting a change of scenery will be really good for you. Even just starting out with small changes to your routine can make you happier. Because remember, life is short, don't postpone joy.
3: RUN! Oh.